So there's a misconception that if you're single, you are incomplete, perhaps damaged, salvaged, and you won't be happy until you find your one. And that is not true. That is bullshit. It is a message that has been fed to us by media and advertising. The truth is, when you're single, you have the richest soil for growth. That's why I created this podcast. And unlike other podcasts, this one is host-driven, not guest-driven. That means I will be rotating health and wellness experts three times a week to give you the giant box of wellness crayons, not just the primary colors, so you can start building a meaningful life. It's time to give singlehood a cape. Here we are. Hi, it's Sean Cardinale, sex and love addiction coach, and it is my pleasure to once again get on the Single on Purpose podcast with Amy Brown. How are you, Amy? And who are you, Amy? I'm great. Thank you. And I'm excited to be chatting with you again, Sean. Uh, I am a meditation and mindfulness life coach. So I work with clients one-on-one and small group clients um, to navigate breakups, divorce, separation, any kind of healing and integration after uh, relationships, and then hopefully to enter into new, healthier, more respectful relationships. That is exactly what we're working on today then. We're talking yeah. about not yeah. working on this isn't this doesn't feel like work. It's so much fun to do podcasts with you. Um, so uh, Amy and I have a tendency to to pick a early spot in the morning. Um, yeah. And just drink some coffee and bullshit over relationships. And <laughs> yes. and yourself, your 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 accolades are perfect because uh yeah, relationships after some kind of split, hard choice, tough actions, and then how to heal from that. So that's I myself am divorced and we've gone through that whole process and then in in the process of being uh, a recovering sex and love addict and getting through the codependence and getting through the Ranker. We've had a podcast on the ranker of divorce, how so many mm-hmm. fucking divorces are ugly. We have like a part two and three for that one too, but sure. uh, we'll come back to that. Today is dating after divorce, which is right yeah. in your wheelhouse. Yeah. And- which is like what everyone just wants to dive into often after a split. Uh, and the funny thing is often they're encouraged by friends who are in relationships, like, no, you got to get out there. You got to get like, now's your chance. Now you're single. Get on those apps. Like, get out there. Right. Like, it's such yeah. a, you know, like they imagine the grass is so green in that single dating party pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the reality can be quite different. Um, but uh, we are here on Single on Purpose podcast. And I think that that actually is the very first lesson that no one wants to learn when they first break up, split, um, divorce, you know, and it doesn't have to be a divorce, just any type of single or any type of significant relationship. The, the important lesson is to, to take time to focus on healing yourself, integrating the emotions from the past relationship, uh, learning any lessons. So you're maybe not going to repeat the same patterns it's actually a real, from a spiritual and a mindfulness perspective, it's a beautiful time to actually focus on doing some self-work, some taking some time for yourself, learning to meditate, be more mindful, go for walks in the woods, you know, start going to the gym, whatever it, get back to doing your art or your music or whatever your thing is. Um, 
And a lot of people want to shortcut that process. Like a lot mm. of people just want to dive back into relationships. Mm -hmm. And and I know that you had had a story where you actually were told, yeah, you're going to have to take some time and just oh, focus yeah. on you. And yeah, and I think that's the best thing, you know, take <laughs> some time or else it'll come later if you try to shortcut it. Right. No, it was, it was, it was difficult. You're right. It was my, when I um, did finally, finally divorce and we worked as best we could before we did, um, it was 12 years ago, probably now that seems like just ages ago, but yes, my sponsor in 12 step in the 12 step recovery group groups I was in and my therapist, both, it's almost like they tag teamed. It's almost like they called each other one night and they're like, we are so going to like slow Sean's role. And they did. And it was really difficult for me to swallow and to accept. Um, but 12 step is all about acceptance. And um, yeah, they they made me take a year off and I took their advice and it was some of the best fucking advice I'd ever taken. In fact, I ended up probably going about a year and a half, not quite two years, but it was definitely a year, maybe even more than a year and a half. And yeah. just exactly what you're saying. I got to know myself because if it was 12 years ago, I was right around 40 very late thirties turning 40. And, um, like you're saying so many people just jump right back out there Yeah, and we can do that. It's fine. We do that our whole lives. I mean, I have so many clients, of course you might too, who are these serial daters, you know, or, or like these serial monogamy missed persons, which, which is fine. They're just mm -hmm. like 1% of time, but they never stop to just breathe on their own, you yeah. know, and just be with them. And I think we're acculturated to, not do that anyway. Yeah. Right. Um, well, which is really weird because in America, I know you're up in Canada that are nicer friends in the North um, are, are not so Never mind. Let's not go political. <laughs> anyway, our nicer friends in the North, but um, we're so, you know, the individualism is so uh, uh, sort of inculcated down here in, in America. But on the other hand, with relationships, there's just this tendency, maybe it's not acculturated. Maybe it's fucking genetic, who knows, to just jump in and be with someone and let me, you know, it's that J Jerry Maguire thing. You complete me. We're all looking for mm -hmm. the other half. It's like, no. And you know that I know, you know, you've probably said this to a thousand clients. No, I am working to be whole. I hope they're working to be whole. And then we can come together as hundred percent each rather than I'm 50, you're 50 and let's come together. Fuck that. I, so I, I kill that analogy every time I hear it now, yes. the Jerry Maguire one. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Our goal is to be, um, Dr. Bruce Lipton quoted the goal. Our goal is to be noble gases. So noble gases, which can spin on their own. They don't need another gas and they don't need another, um, another element to, uh, to complete them. So you want to be noble gases, able to spin on your own, but then choosing to be together because when they come together, they create something that is much greater than the sum of the two gases. So it's good. It, it, they create something really incredible. That's amazing. You like straight went chemistry there. Like, yeah. and I bombed yeah. chemistry. Drop so that maybe in. that's why okay. I'm <laughs> <laughs> drop the mic, drop the chemistry note in. Uh, that's probably why I'm a sex addict in recovery and now a coach on it. Cause that was not my bag, but, um, no, that was an awesome, awesome reference. And it's, it's interesting what you were talking about. Take your time. The very first note, I told you I had like five or six notes before we got on. And my very first line is take some time first, yeah. be single on purpose, be nudge, nudge, purpose. wink, wink. That's the yeah. podcast we're on, yes. but it's important.
It totally is. And uh, and everyone wants to shortcut it because it doesn't feel nice necessarily to have this, you know, you perceive you have a void, um, you're missing out on life, like the FOMO thing, and you're just, uh, for some, a lot of people, it's very uncomfortable to be with themselves. And some people never take that option. Um, you know, some people never want to ask themselves the hard questions or introspect at all. Uh, however, I would suggest that th it actually is a really beautiful time to get to know yourself. And, and then once you've had that time, and I also took probably about 14 months, uh, similar to you, and I can't emphasize this enough, but if you shortcut it, it will come back later. Like you mm. will have to do it. It's not a, it's not, it's only optional as to when. So I'm going to like, mm. not every, not every case is different. Sure. Some people hop into a new marriage and they're off for good. Great. That's fantastic. But that's, mm -hmm. that's the exception, not the rule. Um, mm. And it really, and I think even those people would probably in hindsight, look back and say, oh, it kind of would have been nice to spend a little time with me, you know, mm -hmm. just just to get to know myself. Um, and there's a lot of processing that's happening, right? Like right down to a cellular level, your whole body is shifting after a significant relationship breakup or a divorce. Mm -hmm. And that can't be underestimated. Like that's a massive change that's going on. So I really do think that trying to just quickly fill the void or quickly numb the pain, um, quickly move on to something else, that's uh there are gonna be repercussions yeah it's emotional gonna come back later. yeah psychological yeah yeah agreed yeah agreed and yeah. you're gonna and you can imagine the folks that i often deal with because if we're codependents or sex addicts or love addicts um which people still are kind of like what the fuck is that and i just try to explain very quickly that um to me it's very similar to codependence it's just codependence we often talk if it's Melanie Beattie in her books, you know, uh, Codependent No More and, and all that. It's She's talking about her mother. She's talking about her family. Really. She's talking about those ties that really sort of fucked within her her other relationships in her life. And I just say love love addiction is like the same thing. So we're talking specifically about a romantic, you know, tie or relationship or pull where it's this very similar dynamic to codependence, that hyper enmeshment, right? And, and just that need as opposed to a want to be with someone. So that, yeah. oh my God, I have to. That compulsion. So uh, it was interesting when you said that um, some people wonder if, oh, my God, I should have taken the time. And that's why this and you saying that reminds me exactly why it's so crucial to be single on purpose for a while, because I can't imagine like jumping into a relationship, say, like you're saying, say you just off to the races. You have this fantastic you know, thing that's going and you never gave yourself time to pro process. I'm said process because I'm with uh, the Canadian Amy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and I say process and you say process and I kind of, I kind of titter every time you do that quietly over here on the other side of the mic. <laughs> you say, say whatever you want. I never <laughs> noticed that. <laughs> Picking on you in real time. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I have another very good Canadian friend and she too is like process. I'm like, I don't say process. Anyway, anyway. So if you don't take that break, that time. So say you're in this relationship and it's lovely, but you're like, you're having some kind of internal or personal crisis where, you know, whatever, middle age, uh, work, um, just whatever the scenario is, right? Some, some, some outside um, uh, circumstance. And you want to go take that break and then you can, but then what, what the fuck do you have to do? Do you, do you have to take a break from the relationship? Do one of those really difficult, awkward, like, let's just take a break, but I love you, but I'm coming back. Or if you don't, if you stay in the relationship, 
but you're like, honey, I really need to, like, I need, but then you're like, what, you need two weeks, you need three weeks, you need two months. Like how long yeah. while you're still, while the, while the new relationship is still extant, do you go into your process, right? Like, like, what do you, it, it's, it's fucked up. It's difficult, much more difficult than if you had run through, right, the gauntlet by yourself. And I don't mean to make that sound negative. That's a little fucking dramatic, but parts of it are difficult. Because if, you know, if you're mining your your ego and your uh, your all the aspects of you, all the, the the facets of you, you're gonna you're gonna bump into some shit, and that's that's the wonder of it all, though. Yeah, absolutely. And also, regardless of how the relationship ended, um, we still want to take accountability for our role in it. We still want to learn the lessons that we can from it. And then also, as we talked about in a previous podcast, on an energetic level, if you're still giving egg energy, even if it's negative energy that you're shooting out towards your ex or the or the old version of your relationship, old dynamic, if you're still, you know, you're still pissed off about that, you're still, that's energy that you then don't have to give to yourself and you don't have to give to your next partner. Mm -hmm. So it, you know, is it all, can you get rid of all of it? No, that's, that's no. fine. But to, for, for, <clears throat> for the purposes of this podcast, you, you want to take some time to make sure that you're not still leaking out energy. I love uh, that. Yeah. Towards the past relationship or the, the past version of the ex or the past version of yourself. You know, you could be beating, mm. your, beating yourself up about, oh, I should have done this in the relationship. I should have behaved this way. I should have, you know, like that, all that stuff has to be cleared before you can enter into, in my opinion, should be cleared, should be cleared. It's, you know, not a hundred percent, but uh, as best you can um, so that you're going into a new relationship with a fresh start and you're not bringing a ton of baggage. Right. We'll carry baggage. You are anyway. Yeah, you are yeah, anyway. Yeah. So you might as well like trying to lose, you know, a couple of the, yeah, a bag yeah. falling away. I was going to say, you don't, you don't want to leave it all unprocessed, right? Yes. And just sitting there and then it comes out fucking sideways. Sideways. And it's, sideways. And it's spiky. I call it like really yeah. spiky energy. It just yeah. like punches out, you know, with, with this really sharp point. Um, yes. I even, uh, uh, right. You want to go into it not thinking, yeah, uh, I didn't have anything else to add on that. I was, it was a tangent that failed, but um, <laughs> I, you know, I was hoping that people would be one of the points that I wrote down was that I, I was hoping people would go into this. Like it's a new phase. It's a new adventure. Think of this shit as your own like personal Star Trek. Although I am a Star Wars guy more than I am Star Trek. Um, but you know, uh, yeah, I just, that way we can be mindful of our fears. Mm -hmm. We can be more mindful of our trepidations I see a lot of people go into the next relationship with all this <clears throat> negative self-talk, um, you know, in their ego, like you said, just that ego baggage. And um, it's like, you don't want to bring in that shitty experience or worldview. You want to bring the lessons and the amazing things that we've learned difficult as they may be, as opposed to you're still in that shit yeah. and you don't have the mindfulness awareness and you don't have the awareness to when you're triggered in this new relationship to not respond in the way you did last mm. time. And that is, I'm making the presumption as a coach uh, and I'm sure you understand, I'm making the presumption that we are like the, 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 this example of a person that we're talking about is going to just like, like you say, bring in all the same shit if it's mm. not unprocessed. Yeah. So agreed, agreed. And repeat all the same patterns. Um, yeah, I totally agree. So a lot of people talk about um, that they wanted 
you know, we want to date someone. We want to be the person we want to date. And that doesn't mean you actually want to date yourself, but it means that if you are, let's say you want to date someone who has confidence, are you exuding confidence? If you want to date someone who is really, uh, you know, has a great career, are you passionate about your career? You want to date someone who is kind and generous. Are you kind and generous? Like all those sort of things. So I think there's also, um, there's, there's a lot of work to be done on ourselves, right? Because we, we often come, especially if we're coming out of a relationship and wanting to move into a new one, um, there are, we're, a little bit looking for for the solutions to be in someone else and um and someone else can help through things absolutely you can heal with someone else absolutely but i do believe that it's helpful to do a lot of the work on your own uh first and and kind of as we keep saying process um process of stuff, take the ownership from the, from, um, what you, your role was in the unhealthy parts of the past relationship, learn from that so that you're not going to repeat it. Uh, and then, and then at that point, then look to move forward. I love that. And I have to say very, boy, I gotta be careful. I I've got a, I'm in a relationship right now. Um, we're really enjoying each other. Um, and I, before I got into it, I do remember thinking along those lines. Again, not that I'm like some paragon of mental health or relationship health or whatever, but I mean, I've, I've also done the work. I wouldn't be coaching if I hadn't, right? I have to be able to fucking walk my talk. And I do believe I do. Mm. Um, and I call myself out in my group sessions all the fucking time on the single on purpose, you know, platform or, or when it was Tat Lab. I'm like, guys, I'm like right here with you. I've done the fucking things we're talking about or that you're freaking out about right now. But I do specifically remember what you're talking about going like, okay, I don't want to be too wary or, or, or like trigger happy about red flags. Like not everything is red flag. And I want, and, and I, and I want to, I know that I don't want like X, Y, or Z. I've done the borderline thing before. I could, I know how to see those flags right away, but at the same time, um, also checking myself, like, what am I bringing to it? Uh, uh, what can I do to keep working on what I am bringing and, and, you know, offloading or processing or acknowledging, you know, these sort of peccadillos in me, or like we say in 12 step, the old, the old phrase used to be character flaws, but it's kind of, it's kind of, kind of coarse. Yeah. We yeah. say something a little softer now, but you know what I mean? I just, um, I almost feel sometimes bad. I'm like, Oh my God, am I now like uh, living up to like setting up too high, a standard, but again, that sounds, I don't know. I'm fucking this up because I was going to make a joke when you were saying that about, it's not about being narcissistic and like, and like, I want to date me. It's not that, but you want to date healthy. You want to date someone who like knows their shit and can call themselves out on their shit. Just like you can. How about that? Did I save yep. my fucking yep. tangent there? Yes. And that's, <laughs> that is exactly like you, you read my mind because that is exactly what I wanted to bring up as a next point which is once you've entered this world of working on yourself, whether it be spirituality, mindfulness, trauma, healing, recovery, um, once you've, you're in this world of doing some work and taking accountability on things, um, I get the question from a lot of clients who are like, well, now that I've done all this work, I don't necessarily want to date someone unless they've also done some work. Because um, it it otherwise they 
for lack of a better term, they don't speak my language. You know, they don't understand what I'm going through, what I've been through, what, and, um, and that can be, that can be tricky. It kind of, uh, reduces the pool size a little bit more. And I is with, with recovery, do people want to date someone else who's been in recovery, who's gone through the same experience? What, what's the sense there? That's a great that's a great question. So it is interesting to go ahead. Like if someone speaks the 12 step or recovery, even if it's not 12 step language and just knows, you know, they had a drug thing and I had a gambling thing. I have a sex thing. They have, a, that is a really good shortcut because you know, we, we, we had another podcast. We're just going to plug all our past podcasts together on this fucking one, but we had another one about, about 12 step in general and how it can apply to fucking anything and everything because we love that framework so much and admire it. And it's the same thing there. So you, they are, it's exactly what you said. They're speaking your language. Like it's not going to be foreign for me to go like, oh, I got to go third step that, or, oh, I got to go surrender that or, or make an amends. Like we are definitely speaking the same language. Um, so that helps. And then I think too, though, if it's just someone who is well-adjusted and open, you know, I mean, I guess I would say, Amy, I would rather be in that smaller pool Mm -hmm. Um, not in some sort of elitist fucking way, but in a, in a mindfulness and healthful way and be like, mm -mm, I want to meet other people and talk with other people and sit down and have coffee and see eventually if there's going to be some romantic and sexual spark with someone who has done the work. And, and I, and I have clients all the time, like, what's this work shit? I'm like, bitch, it's what, it, it's what I say it is. It's, 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 it's all of this, um, getting to know oneself yeah. and I'll probably get in trouble for saying the B word just now just flew out of my face. But, um, yeah, uh, getting to know someone who has, uh, you know how sometimes, especially if you're in mindfulness work, you do a body scan, right? You're mm -hmm. trying to like slow down your clients and yourself and just get started. Like, let's just do a scan. Let's yeah. just read our, let's, I, I call it taking our emotional temperature, right? You, okay. I want someone who knows how to take their emotional temperature. If the day is going fucking sideways shit balls. They're like, I'm going to step outside for a minute and go do like the things that I need to do. Like you said earlier, walk through the woods. And I almost laughed at that. And I was, I was like, that's very Zen slash Jedi, but fuck it. It's great. Like whatever people need to do, go fucking do it. Like at least have a process, not be like, and like bottling up everything. Because we, again, I am so hell bent on this. We're acculturated just not to even, you know, introspect. Uh, and I love how you use that as a verb. I'd never heard it as a verb before. I'd only heard it as a noun. Um, but anyway, so yeah. So you do want someone who can speak that language and knows themselves. So then in, in so knowing themselves can convey that clearly and with honesty and authenticity to you and vice versa. Yeah. yeah. Right, yes. I'll stop there. <laughs> but you inspired that I, tangent. I am. Um, so. I, I, yeah, I agree. One thousand percent. Um, I heard a podcast, I think it was that Lewis Howes was talking about and he was talking about uh, dating and, and was saying that, you know, on the, and this is just a, a very, uh, something that I'm sure everyone would notice on the profiles for dating. It's like, I love travel and walks in the woods and sharing a bottle of wine and whatever. And, you know, just these things that are really, really very, very general. And sure, Hallmark. that's fine. That's it's a Hallmark yeah. card. It's like, um, great. You love that. That's yeah. good. Fine. And, and you know, common interests are good. Absolutely. And on the at the beginning, you can bond over the common interests. But really, wouldn't it be better to have, you know, I want someone who has a 
strong EQ, who understands who they are, who has processed some of their trauma, who, um, you know, who has had some hard times and turned to whether it's 12 step spirituality, mindfulness has turned to something that uh, has helped them move from a dark place. Yes, exactly. Um, and that, and that's not for everyone, but I, I feel like just some of the more, some of the more deep foundational things are so much more important than like travel and a bottle of wine, um, <laughs> you know, because you know, it, there's because, another, there's, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say, cause, because that actually, even that, like, I love travel and a bottle of wine, um, just because those are probably like the most ubiquitous things on the, on, uh, dating apps. Even that, if you were in AA and could not share a bottle of wine with someone, but but yet could sit on the couch and be cozy by the fire and have that bonding special time and drink bubbly water, like, is that going to be a deal breaker? Like, it's actually not even about the wine, right? Probably. Mm-hmm. It's or mm-hmm. drink something. It's probably about the, I actually want someone who's going to connect with me at the end of the day. And we're going to be able to sit and be, you know, and be comfy and be like, actually, and like, who freaking cares what you're drink hot cocoa? I don't care. <laughs> like, it's not- well, I, I love, I love hot chocolate. Amy. So basically Amy Brown, everybody is asking <laughs> that you be more specific in your fucking dating apps. Stop putting the like stamp home mark like i love yeah sunsets right uh uh at night you're like which when else are sunsets but um eq uh, uh you threw that out but but explain that for somebody who hasn't heard oh. it before is that emotional quotient is that like emotional uh, uh, uh yeah emo- emotional intelligence yeah emotional intelligence okay um basically i can do my own body scan just like you said, it's, I can, I can feel what's going on in me and I take ownership for that versus I'm going to let shit come out sideways and probably Mm. come out on the people that are closest to me. Um, because I'm not aware of what it is that I'm, I'm not aware of what it is that's going on in my body. Again, we're going back to awareness, like self awareness and introspection have, having done the work. I know this about me. And I now have a a means to express it or release it or whatever the fuck it is. And uh, and as far as dating apps, you know, I was very um, blunt in mine. So one, you know, that could be a whole other fucking podcast, Amy. Because well, I want to talk I'm, dating apps. I want to talk dating apps right now because this is the like how, like yeah, go rant on them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I well again, it still may need it still may necessitate a, a separate podcast, but we'll go there. What I was going to say was that I was very specific when I went back out there the very last time and met the person that I'm now um, dating. And by the way, Hinge.com, if you're hearing this, Sean Cardinale is good <laughs> with being a what I was about to say mascot. I'm gonna be a fucking mascot <laughs> spokesperson. I'm gonna wear like a little fox suit and like jump around for Hinge.com in a commercial. But I, I am fine being in the commercials and talking about how you actually can meet someone and really spark through that process. But it still takes the people. It's not the app. It takes like the people that are coming together. But it's really funky in a good way, like funk, like soul. Uh, that we met the way we did, but I was very fucking specific this time around. 
Um, Because I took a long break. I took years, actually. I was dating here and there, just like like little bits, but I wasn't like proactively coming in, right? And so when I did, I said, I definitely do not want more children. Uh, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm not having a kid at like 50, 51, 52. That's not going to happen. So if, if that is a deal, I was putting potential deal breakers right out there, not to be a negative Nancy, but to just be like, look, I mean, if this is your, we could get along great, but then, mm-hmm. you know, 10 months from now, when the questions really start hitting, like, Ooh, when we're making like li- the rest of our life plans, you don't want to hear like, no, I don't want to hear fucking kids. You want kids? Oh, fuck. We should have hit that on the front end. And so mm-hmm. I did. So I didn't do like walks. So made it very clear that I love Prince and everybody fucking knows that. I put that on my IG all the time. I don't want kids. And I will do this just for the sake of, we don't have to go down this rabbit hole at all, but I will say this for the sake, since we're talking about what I put on my day nap, I did put up my political affiliations because for me, that's important. It's not for everybody. It is not at all for everybody. People don't care if you're right, left, center, whatever. I do. It's really a part of my identity beyond being a coach. So it was important for me to go, like, I'm in it, folks. I'm like at a nonprofit. I'm in the hood. I'm working with people, you know, politicians, all the shit. So I just made that clear. So that people weren't like blindsided, like, oh my God, you're like this. You're nothing like the fucking app. And I'm like, nope, I am. I put it out there. So you you know, you you had an idea of what you were getting beyond again, sunsets and wine. This is like your, it was like the, the it was like the sitcom laughter after the after, someone hit a button. Amy needs a moment. <laughs> just, just, uh, uh, yes, I just love the circle back to the sunsets and wine again. No one's we're gonna see like a trend, and no one's putting sunsets and wine on their apps anymore. We um, may have done the world a service. We may have done the dating yeah. app world a service. You know what? If uh, if I completely agree with you about being specific, and uh, and any clients who are going into the world of dating, you know, I suggest if you want to, one of the ways that I think you can you can uh, upfront filter through people who are not going to be compatible with you. If this is if you want somebody who has done the work or is into spirituality or mindfulness or trauma healing or whatever it is, um, I think you can put that straight up and, and you, it doesn't have to be like a, I've been in therapy for 20 years and I want, you know, whatever, but it can be, (laughs) but, but it can be, uh, you know, I want like, this is my favorite book by Joe Dispenza. And that's a fairly, you know, that's a, a fairly good jump off point. They're going to be like, okay, I kind of understand his mindset there. I don't um, know who that is. You have to say that later, but okay. Okay. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza is, um, he's a neuroscientist, but he's very mm. um, prevalent in the world of um, of mindfulness. And uh, anyways, he's Got someone it. that a lot of people know. Um, I, like pick any book, pick whatever. Uh, well, even just- But people to, would know. Just today, when we the the that's um, right the, the path of the spiritual warrior, way of the spiritual spiritual warrior. Sorry, um, Dan Millman. That's like a one of the foundational. I'm using it to hold up my mic. That's one of right. the foundational books of uh, mindfulness and spirituality, and uh, and made so much of an impression on me that I have a right. tattoo on my arm. Uh, it's you know, if I put one of my favorite books is Way of the Peaceful Warrior. That and someone else knows what that is. And that's, it just, it just sort of says, okay, like this, this is where I'm, this is the vibration put, I'm thinking on. 
if you put Eckhart Tolle, everyone mm. who knows that motherfucker is gonna exactly. is gonna be like, exactly. oh. Now, now yeah. on the flip side, I I do want to add just a little sort of half note about that is I so music is a big deal. I mean, obviously, I just mentioned Prince, and and you know, and if you like horror versus you know comedy or you know movies versus novels, or some of those things could cut out people. But I will say, be a little more open than that. So be specific, but then still be open with what people are putting putting out there because. You know, I checked yes for people who are listening to like, you know, Slayer and Puke Rock and like Guar. And I'm like, that's not my bag. But I don't know. I like some of the other things, you know. So don't take one little article in the app as as, as like, you know, uh, 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 all encompassing. Right. We are all facets and have different parts. And maybe someone who does listen to Guar also loves walks in the park, and, you know, <laughs> picnics, you know, under an oak tree. In a field of lilacs. Agreed. And I, I do invite people who are finding dating apps tricky to use and not finding a lot of success on them to maybe open their mind a little bit in terms of their what they feel they're looking for. Because <clears throat> although you've just like pumped up Hinge, um, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> you like Bumble? Are we gonna go like, the Bumble route now? No, no. I'm gonna oh. say that I'm gonna just. I'm just gonna say my opinion on all of them, which is that you know it's they're very superficial and it's based it's on it's all it's it's bot it's their business. Their bottom line is to get you to stay on the app. So if you find love and you both simultaneously delete the app then they lose customers and they lose eyeballs. So, um, so are they working with you or working against you? I don't know. Um, mm. you know, the, is there another option at this point? Uh, like this is how people meet in this, in, in this day and age. So mm -hmm. is there another option? I don't know. Um, I would love to hear comments, um, and suggestions from anyone who has, you know, who has other options. But yeah, it's very superficial. A lot of people, you know, you just kind of scroll through the the visual and visual attraction or into, um, personal attraction. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's mm -hmm. important. However, the stuff mm -hmm. underneath it is actually going to be the determinant of a long term, successful, healthy relationship. I mean, does it help if I am glossing up my six pack and taking very good photos or if uh, she or they or them or whomever, you know, showing their thong? Like, what are we, what are like photos are just, uh, you know, <laughs> it's a, it's, you're right. it's a trap, right? It's a trap, right? I mean, the shit that people put on is just, I'm like, wow, that's, um, I'm kind of like, I, do I need to pull the, the image farther or put it closer to my eyes? What am I seeing right there? No, it's. I'm telling you, that could be a whole other, that could be a, a whole other, that's yeah. why it could be a whole other podcast it because be, yes. um, even what we convey, right? I mean, again, this is where I get into the culture stuff. This is where I get into the nature versus nurture shit and who told us to put up what. And it's, you know, I never fuck with the, I mean, I'm also 50 almost. So I don't, it's not like I'm getting up there showing my bodybuilding pictures because I'm not a bodybuilder anyway. But anyway, I, I don't want to get too tangential. What I did want to do, I'm sorry if that was disruptive, but I did want to say once you get past the app, and I'm going to try to to save this tangent here. Uh, once you get past the app, um, I want to encourage people to be, we've already said this, be mindful of their fears or their trepidations, their naysaying, their negative self-talk. And again, if you've done the work that Amy's been talking about, the introspection, the mindfulness, if you, um, you know, 
have your little toolkit or, you know, suitcase. I call it, what do I call it? Quiver. The arrows in a quiver. Those are my, those are the things I'm like, I'm going to pull another fucking arrow out. I need, I need some help. I need to throw out another arrow. Um, then that will help against like the negative self-talk because say you are, well, like me, 47, 48, 49, middle age and getting back out there, right? The ego will go to great lengths to impart its shitty little worldview about relationships and divorce because that's who we're talking about. The folks who are going back yeah. out there after divorce, how old I am, you know, how I got here, like, oh my God, I'm post-divorce. Um, it'll tell me everything's wrong. Yeah. And, uh, and so I have to have, like I said, a toolkit a therapist, spiritual path, choices, have to have some self-awareness, self-compassion, and then self-confidence to get through the phase of putting myself out there um, in post-divorce, this like personal epoch, and, um, and and try to manage it because it's not to be taken lightly. We've Again, we've had these podcasts before. Divorce is not to be taken lightly. It, it can be a very difficult and sometimes very terrible experience. Um, and so I just want to encourage people to give themselves a break, right? Get some willingness to learn about themselves. Like we were saying, take that year or fucking three (laughs) and, and become mindful of, you know, not only of your, your, your assets and deficits or peccadillos or whatever, but, you know, also know that when you get out there all confident, putting up on all the hinge or bubbles or whatever, that the post-divorce ego is going to fuck with you and just naysay the shit out of the situation because of the divorce. Oh my God, it failed epically once. Is it going to keep being like that? Mm -hmm. And that's what I think people, what do do you think about that? I I think that's what people really, it's not to have a boogeyman. It's not to work from a place of fear, but your, your field, mindfulness and awareness and just, again, EQ, read your own emotional terrain. Yeah. Yes, agreed, agreed, uh, completely. All of our, um, all of our insecurities are going to come up. Our, uh, our insecurities about the past, the future, ourselves, and the um, from a course in miracles, which is a, a spiritual text. Um, the there's a quote: the ego's, the ego's mission is to seek but never find. When it, mm. when it comes to um, when it comes to intimate relationships or special relationships, and so your ego will your ego, in order to keep its role in the driver's seat, will take you to the point where it makes you think you're looking for a partner. It makes you think it's doing everything it can to help you further this, and yet it will sabotage it before you get there if it's still in the driver's seat. That's fucking, Amy, that's fucking amazing. Wait, I don't want to stop you if you still had, if you were, I don't want to kill your role. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. But it just reminds me of how much the ego plays a part in the work that I do then with addictions. It is Mm. so ego driven. You, I have uh, said that the addiction is now people have heard this over like 18 fucking podcasts, but um, it's like the Terminator, the 1984 movie, the original movie. Right. It, it, it has no purpose. It's, it cannot be stopped. It will not be stopped. It has one role in mind. And when we're talking about addiction, it's self-destruction, but it's in the guise of self-help mm, and yes, it, yes. it has one role it, and it is not at your, it's not to your benefit. No. Right. And people think it is because it's, it's ephemerally pleasurable. And then you go for the next hit and you have diminishing returns. And so you stay stuck in the cycle. So folks who I deal with who are, are have relationship 
uh, addiction, uh, you know, love, sex addiction, uh, you know, they're doing terrible things to themselves and other people as a result of this like broken sense of intimacy, right? This inability to get truly intimate. It's, yeah, it's chasing the squirrel. It's the dog chasing the car um, and you never get there. And that's why the ego, right? To the ego's mission is to seek, but never to find that is fucking addiction in a nutshell. You just go, go, go. And it's not at your behest. It's actually killing you. Yeah. Emotionally, physically, psychologically, or all three. Yeah. And it's life. It's life in general. It's, it's, and it's relationships. And it's your ego. If you're on the dating scene, it's your ego is, is making you believe, yeah, yeah, we're going for this. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try. And then no, 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 she's not right. She's not right. Cause what, you know, no, 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 she's never going to like us because no, 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 go back, go back, never abort, right. abort, abort, get, get away, get away. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. So, mm. yeah. So, so having the knowledge and the awareness, oh, back to awareness, but having the awareness that that's what you're dealing with, uh, is yeah, that's huge. Right. I wanted, it is. It is. And, and with the awareness, another note I wrote down was um, when you finally do get sit, sitting to sitting across the table, I always use just like you're getting coffee. It's just the easiest fucking analogy. And I use it for, for my group sessions. Um, anyway, they don't seem to mind. Um, you're sitting across the, 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 the table uh, at a coffee shop, meeting this person. I just want to remind folks post-divorce in dating, sitting down and it's all pretty, pretty new. They are not your ex-partner. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. We like to ascribe features and traits of our last partner with this potential new one. And this is egoic too. Um, it's like defense mechanism, right? But that is such a great way to totally nuke yep. fucking potential <laughs> right away. Because, because it'll be great. It'll be going good, going good. And they'll literally like say something, do something, have an opinion, whatever, a mannerism even, right? And, and in our earlier divorce podcast, we were talking about, you know, the, the couples who can't even sit together at the basketball game for their kid who's on the court playing because there's so much rancor, so much animosity and heat still burning between them, like the bad heat and the good stuff. And, <laughs> and um, that is sort of, that's taking the steps way ahead of time to not ascribe them with yeah. your ex's peccadillos and bullshit like that's a whole other story this is a whole new person yeah don't get it twisted yeah it's not it's not your ex it's not your parents it's not someone else from your past it's not yeah agreed agreed and that's that's tricky because um we do tend to we really do tend to do that and really we you're probably if we could examine our minds when we're sitting there, it's going through a list of items. Like she's doing that. She's doing that. She's doing, she's doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Well, and, go ahead. I was just going to say every, again, from a spiritual perspective, every relationship, every interaction is an opportunity to develop our relationship muscles. Like, like going to the gym, every relationship, every interaction and, you know, going for coffee or even just the interaction that you have with the person who is providing the coffee from, you know, all of that is as humans, we need to work on our interpersonal skills, on our communication skills. And um, whether it's a date or it's with a coworker or it's, you know, uh, a, a server at a, at a restaurant, um, 
we we need to be more aware of how we're interacting with other humans. And I think mm -hmm. uh, also after the last few years, I think a lot of humans are out of practice with interacting mm -hmm. socially. Totally. Um, totally. So that's probably not helping the dating scene at all. That's a whole other podcast, post-divorce and post-pandemic. You're fucked. Here's how we can help. <laughs> Come to, come to our classes, come to our sessions. Amy and I are building a couple of things together too. So yeah. who knows? Maybe that'll be a part of it. But no, for real, we did we did get out of practice. I mean, we just stayed on screens for, for years. Um, you can imagine how that was for some of my clients, right? Myself included. It's like, oh, fuck, this is, I do not want to be in 2D forever interacting. But um, that's a whole other thing. But um, yes, having the practice, having the awareness. Um, yeah, I, I have caught myself in this relationship and in other uh, and in dating prior uh, to doing exactly that but again because of the work years of work no i'm, I'm kidding guys i'm kidding it's all worth it so it worth really it. is it really is um you know i, I <laughs> now i have to not lose clients with, with that little quip so 15 years yes but for me it's uh this is a lifetime thing this is a journey thing. Yeah. Not, not, you know, there's no finish line for me. I, I learn more every, every day trying to date and relate more healthily. And so what, what I was going to say was that, um, I have caught things even with, um, my girlfriend now, and I'm sure she has caught shit that I've said or done that reminds her of her, you know, ex-husband mm -hmm. or, or expo, you know, boo or whatever. And, um, it's my job to, Again, that's why I made that note. Maybe the note was for myself all along, Amy, not for the <laughs> listeners, but just to remind myself, you fucker, that's not right. That's not your ex-wife and that's not your ex-girlfriend. This is the new person. And to, um, yeah, re remember not to jump to the next three conclusions or hoops as a result of a thing they said, did, an argument, right? I mean, that can, that can, that can escalate pretty, pretty quickly about something um, intense in the moment. To not go, oh, this is like X, Y, and Z, and I've been here and done that. I want to bail, right? Yeah. It's like, don't yeah. pull the parachute cord yet. Just keep yeah. talking about it. It's a whole different person. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because we tend to, because of the way our brains work and want us to prevent us from any kind of uh, repeat of trauma, we you, it can even just be like a little glance. It can just be like the way they, oh, like yeah. you said, like just the way they move, just the way they respond to something. And then you're like, oh my God, this is going to mean, he, you know, this is just reminds me of my ex who used to, and then, then it would turn into a huge fight and oh my God, I'm out of here. <laughs> like it would just, <laughs> and, and really. You're arguing just, with your ex. You are. And really it was just that they like, you know, wink their eye or something like that. It was nothing, but. Yeah. I actually had some pollen in yeah. spring. It's my allergies, you <laughs> asshole. And now we're broken up. I'm breaking up. I'm taking my clothes and getting the fuck out of here. No, yeah, no, no. That's, that's exactly what my brain does. And, mm. and it's only all, through. All of our brains. Yeah, that's how it works. Oh, that's oh, how they it's work. It's only through the work. Because it goes right to, for me, because I have, you know, I had a relationship that was, you know, fairly lengthy and. Well, whatever about lengthy, but you know, we have children. We went through a lot in a in a in a actually relatively short amount of time, um, and we still have this um, you know ongoing relationship because of our parenting and now we're friends. And we talked about that in another podcast. There are plenty of Amy and Sean podcasts. Check them out um, on Single on Purpose and elsewhere. Um, but yeah, my brain instantly is like, oh my god, my ex did that, and I fucking hated it. Right? <laughs> I had to just dial myself back. So. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the work that helps me dial back. Yeah. So. 
And you mentioned earlier too, that we are working on a course. Um, so I would invite anyone who is listening to a send us questions because Sean and I love doing podcasts. So like, if you have, if you hear this and you it prompts some questions, whatever, shoot us a message. Um, on Instagram or through the circle, um, uh, John Kim's angry therapist, single on purpose circle community. Um, I think all of our contact information will be below this podcast, mm -hmm. but, uh, Sean quickly on Instagram, what's your handle there? I'm just at Sean Cardinale. Okay. Yeah. It's just I my name. I'm Amy Brown online, um, but shoot us, shoot us questions if you have questions for future podcasts. And Sean and I are creating a course, a healing course. So if you are at all interested in that, we'll, we'll give more details as, uh, as they come, but feel free to shoot us a message if that's something that you might be interested in. And that's almost, I mean, I think, are we ending on the plug? It was kind of a good plug. I, I, I feel like that. I feel like we're good. It's a natural progression. <laughs> Thank you so much as always, Amy Brown. It's always a pleasure. And um, I, I love your insight. And uh, I think we have a good laugh. And hopefully folks can laugh with us while, we're, while they're listening to this. It doesn't have to be so, so serious, so, even though yeah, divorce and post-divorce is a lot, but we need the humor to help. Absolutely. It. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many people going through it too. So it's nice to feel like we're not alone. That's right. That's right. Thank you very much. Thanks, Sean. I'll see you again. Bye. I hope that episode was helpful. Hey, listen, if you want to share your singlehood journey, if you've gone somewhere, come back. If you have revelations and wisdom, Please share your story. It's going to help other people. Nothing makes us feel more connected than hearing other people's stories. So just send me the audio of your story and you can just record it directly from your phone and email it to theangrytherapist at gmail.com. Also, if you want our Single on Purpose newsletter, go to singleonpurpose.life. That's singleonpurpose.life. You will get tools and articles and other people's stories and also uh, zoom links to private gathers so if you want to join our community go to singleonpurpose.life thank you for listening be well we hope you tell a friend hey before you go i want to invite you to the single on purpose private community online it's off of social media no ads no algorithms we got forums we got live groups we got webinars and we have social hangs we also have offline in-person hangs happening soon. So check us out. Go to singleonpurpose.life. That's singleonpurpose.life. And I will see you inside.